to come to you and, and tell you that I just had lunch with the king today, you would probably argue until I bring proof. Maybe in the in the form of a picture of me and the king sitting together and having lunch. That's the nature of us as humans. We argue until there's proof. And the Bible in the book of Luke chapter 24 verse 49 Jesus says tarry in Jerusalem until you are enjoyed with power and when we read later on in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 8 when the Holy Spirit now comes upon the apostles we see them producing results we see them producing evidence and when you read again when he, he speaks to the disciples he says you shall be witnesses meaning you shall be proof producers so Christianity is about producing proof the person that we claim in quotes we claim to be living in the inside of us if i'm just saying that i'm a christian but there's no proof then we must argue about that but when there's proof then there's no argument that's why the bible says we're written epistle meaning everyone who says me must be able to read the life that i lead now the reason why some of us don't have proof is because of the absence of the holy spirit in our lives where we think the Holy Spirit is limited to just speaking in tongues and not understanding that the Holy Spirit is a person that lives in the inside of us and that also embodies us, that covers us and that makes us to produce the results of the life that is in the inside of us. Now, the Bible in the book of John chapter 6, verse 16 to 21, it talks about the, the, the disciples that the, the, at sea, it's at night, the sea is posterior, and the Bible says that they are afraid. And Jesus comes, they see someone walking on the water, and they are afraid. And Jesus says, don't be afraid, it's me. And I love verse 21, because verse 21 says that they were willing to let him in. Meaning, he could have said, it is I, do not be afraid. And they could have just said, you know what, we're not willing, we don't believe you. And a lot of us in our own lives, we have not let in the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, whom Jesus left with us to take care of us, to be our comforter, our counselor, the one who walks beside us. We have not let him in. So we're praying, we're fasting, we're speaking the word. But we, after we've done those things, we go back to life as we know it. We refuse to let him into our marriages. You know, the Bible says in, the, in, in, in John chapter 6, when they, allow, when they were willing to let Jesus into the boat, they immediately arrived at that destination. And I'm here to say to us, to encourage us, let the Holy Spirit in to your life. Let him into your marriage. Let him be the counselor. Let him into be into your health. Let him into your employment. Let him into your relationship with your kids. Let him into your life. Meaning in other words, when you let the Holy Spirit in, he begins to teach you how to live the life of God. And the life of God is very different from life as we are used to it because it's foolishness. That's what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 18. It says it's foolishness to those who are perishing because the Bible says when someone hits you on one cheek, you give him the other cheek. But it's not just me walking around and saying, yeah, you hit me on one cheek, I'm going to give you the other cheek. No, it's me saying, Holy Spirit, what is befitting for me to do right now? And he leads me to all truth. That's what the Bible says about him. He leads me to all truth. It's not just the truth that is um, 
in the word but it's the truth that he leads me to at the time when i need the truth but the first most important thing is to let him in and a person who has let in the holy spirit lives a life of evidence they always have proof they have evidence of the presence of the person of the holy spirit the presence of the person of god in their lives it's it's they they are written a person we can read them on them we can read it on their marriage we can read it on their kids we can read it it's 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 evidence you can see it with your own eyes and i'm here to encourage us let us let him into the boat you will see the tearing the 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 toil will end i mean when peter let jesus into his boat he had toiled all night but immediately he let him in and jesus spoke and say do this and i'm not going to go into that but when you read history you know that all the instructions that jesus was giving peter were contrary to to how fishing was done fishing was done at night it was not done during the day and um even the side on which he said he must cast his net it was not the side on which they were used to cutting casting their net but when he let him meaning when he let his ideologies his 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 doing into his life he received an abundance and even us when we let him into our lives when we let him be lord in our lives then we begin to experience results that we've never seen before let him in